Welcome to the Chats with Jan podcast, a podcast for the modern leader ambitious to drive forward their career whilst having a life. Yes, you can have both. To find that sweet spot, I'll be sharing insights on how to take your career to the next level, feel confident in who you are as a leader, and navigate that thing called life. I'm Jen Fennick, your host, a leadership coach who has worked with thousands of people across the globe to make bold moves and transform their lives. So I have a story or two. I'll also be joined by some of the incredible leaders I've had the pleasure of getting to know in my time. I want this podcast to be a breath of fresh air, pulling you out of the busy day-to-day to prioritize time for you. So let's get going. Hi everyone, I'm back. I am so, so excited to be bringing the podcast back. A little bit of a refresh. We've gone from the Rebel Road podcast to Chats with Jen, but I am just so, so excited to be sitting here mid-October, coffee in hand, looking out the window here in Edinburgh, beautiful autumn day, and to really, yeah, to be back in your earbuds. So a lot's happened. Uh, How are you? I mean, for me, you know, with the podcast, oof, do you know what? I actually think it's been two years since I did a podcast episode, which just blows my mind. But so much has happened. I mean, well, that's an understatement, isn't it? Um, but for me, actually, the reason why I stopped doing the podcast was because I got, um, I was pregnant and pregnant with twins. Whoa. Um, and now, um, you know, obviously, well, 2020, the, gave birth to the twins, emergency C-section. They arrived early. We were in hospital for oof, almost two weeks because um, we, Hamish, um, needed some extra care. They were both so dinky. They were about oh, two kilos, which is tiny, tiny, tiny. Um, but from the moment we went in for, for my C-section and then... Um, we were finally discharged. The world had changed. Oh my goodness. So, you know, um, leaving home and uh, um, to go to the hospital, you know, excited by, you know, being able to see family. My mum was going to come over from Australia, all of that wonderful stuff. Um, and then the whole world closed down around us, you know. So by the time we went home, we had no visitors to our house for like months. I mean, apart from obviously that we had the, um, we had the midwife come and visit. But apart from that, there was just, we had no visitors. What an an unusual start to parenthood if that's an understatement you know so actually you know so the podcast has just been on my to-do list for a while but between pregnancy having the twins the pandemic and then actually returning to work but with like incredible business growth I have to say it's been like it's been amazing things have been I've had so so many exciting things I've been working on that actually just wasn't the right time and although it was something I just really really wanted to come back to um it just it wasn't the right time but it feels like it is now so we're having a bit of a refresh so now the podcast is chats with Jen and really what I want for this is I I want this podcast to be a breath of fresh air for the modern leader you know for you I really want it to be something that you know, pulls you out of the busy day to day. You know, step away from the busyness, from the meetings, from the pressure, or whatever's going on. Um, to yeah, to take a break. You know, pull you out. You know, go for a walk, go for a run, grab a cup of tea, grab a coffee, and just plug <laughs> plug me in <laughs> to your earbuds. Um, you know, because actually, that's I have to say. You know, even though I had the po- I had the podcast back, you know, a few years ago, I. I wasn't 
that heavily into podcasts myself, um, crazy as that might sound. Um, However, when I was on maternity leave, last year and um, I was out walking the buggy pounding the pavements with the buggy and the twins probably trying to get them to sleep I would plug in podcasts and I just became really addicted to them I just loved it it was a really great way of me you know learning or just you know um, being inspired or I'm fascinated um, it'll be no surprise to you that I'm just fascinated by people's stories and I just I loved it um, and I have to say I didn't re- I wasn't really reading very much because you know I think <laughs> trying to staring staring at pages of a book you know when I was um, sleep deprived was just just didn't work for me so it was a great excuse to be like right I'm gonna head out for a walk plug in a podcast um you know so really actually but even now um I have you know more time and space and the twins are uh, uh at at nursery it's podcasts for me are something you know I I can I go out for a run um and I can just get lost in learning or le- lost in someone's stories etc etc so I want that to be for you you know I want the chats with Jan to pull you out of the busy day today where you can maybe come and learn something you know looking at covering hot topics for leaders you know maybe have a laugh because no doubt there'll be embarrassing stories or wild things that are going on that I can share um, I want you to feel you know inspired you know I'm going to bring on um, guest experts and uh, incredible role models because I've you know I've got so many awesome awesome leaders in my network um, and who I get to work with um, and I would love to share their stories so there's going to be so much good stuff um, and I want this to be something that is just like a treat for within the day to be like right do you know what I'm going to put chats with Jen in my earbuds um so really yeah so this episode this very first episode whoop whoop um is really just to kind of set the scene and just um, tell you what to expect um so I'm back you know um and the podcast yeah we're going to bring out weekly episodes it's going to be a bit of a refresh I'm always open to hearing um you know topics that you might want to hear about um you know and and for those of you, some of you will um, will, will know me um, from, we've maybe worked together, maybe you listened to the podcast previously, or um, maybe you follow me on um, on LinkedIn. For others, um, this might be completely new. Um, so what I just thought for this, um, this episode is just to do a wee bit of a refresh and an intro as to who is this Kiwi sitting in Edinburgh with her coffee, looking out over the park, who is this, uh, who's this Kiwi and, and who? chats with Jen so um I yeah I live in Edinburgh Scotland however um I spent most of my youth growing up in New Zealand so um and like many many Kiwi kids um I spent you know my youth outdoors playing uh, playing loads of sport Uh, and actually it was in New Zealand um where I first came to coaching so I played every possible sport under the sun I just I I, I loved being active um and uh and and I started coaching at about the age of 16 which is just you know only a few years ago obviously (laughs) no actually I feel like I've been coaching since the stone age but um my sister was in my my very first uh, netball team that I coached uh we asked talking and I have honed my skills since then (laughs) so not to worry but um, you know I just loved that you know even at the age of 16 I loved seeing how I could um, work with um, work with people, work with teams um, to um, to realize and reach their potential. I just I love that. Uh, so when I went to uni, um, I actually started doing um, doing law, which uh, now kind of blows my mind. But you know, I had this 
big idea of, um, um, of of being a lawyer. I used to watch L.A. Law. I don't know if anyone ever saw that over here, but it was like an American um, American program about yeah, about lawyers. And I thought, Do you know, what? I'm going to make my riches being um, a lawyer. Uh, and then what I'm going to do is then fund my um, archaeological um, expeditions. So uh, because I remember my dad saying, I really wanted to be an archaeologist back then. I also wanted to be a radio DJ. Uh, all just all sorts of things that I wanted to do, but um, I remember my dad saying, you know, um, you you need to have a lot of money. You know, people need to give you money to do archaeological expeditions. And I remember being like, right, how do I how do I make money so that I can do the thing that I love? Um, and I thought, right, the seen this TV show about lawyers, and I thought I'll be a lawyer. Anyway, went to uni, did first year law, and I was like, oh my goodness, no, this is definitely not for me you know it's actually it's so prescriptive um it's just you know I don't I I need to be doing something a little bit more creative a little bit more um and and for me I did uh, I ended up doing human human resource management and I also did organizational psychology and I was like right I love this because it's so much about the understanding of people um and how you know again I can I, I can work with um people and organizations um and and do awesome work there so you know that that's kind of you know from that point actually I have to say I didn't really um, make use of that um, until you know um, until a few years later I actually um, had really awesome jobs I have to say I worked for a wine company which you have to, I have to say like you know leaving leaving uni and working for a wine company in New Zealand was amazing because they would drop off um, a box of like a few boxes of wine on the back door of my student flat um, I would um, go and do like wine tastings in um, in in different places um, and I'd also get to keep whatever wine was left over and it was like fancy wine so you know I, this was like an amazing amazing job um, I then moved to Australia my family were living in Australia in Perth Australia at that time and I moved to, to, to Australia um, and I work, was working in the travel industry again oh, as, a, as a youngster not that long out of uni I had this awesome, um, um, awesome opportunity to to travel and you know I got to go to Hong Kong on you know like um, leadership like management training and also to Singapore um, we also went to Bali I went on like an 11 night cruise and I had oh it was so awesome because you know I come from a, a family of, of adventurers you know my dad grew up in Kenya um, we lived in the Middle East and Yemen um, for for many years as a youngster so it really really um, played to like my adventurous spirit um, but I knew I always wanted to move back to Scotland. You know, my mum and dad are from Glasgow. I actually went to primary school here in Edinburgh. Um, and um, I knew I always wanted to come back because I just, I love the Scottish people. I love the sense of humour. I just love the fresh air, um, the, the the landscape. Um, and I just wanted to come back. Yes, probably there was something in there that I was thinking, you know, am I going to move to Scotland and maybe meet a, meet a, um, a, a handsome Scottish man? Um, maybe that was in the back of my mind as well. Um, yeah, well, fa- you know, fast forward to this point and yes, I have a Scot- yeah, Scottish man and two Scottish babies. So yeah, it worked out. Um, but anyway, I moved to Scotland and I fell into the pharmaceutical industry. You know, I have to say my dad's a professor in kind of public health. Um, but for me, I'd never really been um, I'd never really thought about the pharmaceutical industry um, um, 
as you know from a career perspective and wow I was just absolutely blown away by the depth and breadth of um, of the industry um, I was working for um, working in recruitment actually again you know um, working in recruitment I was working with some of well actually most of the top pharma companies in the world I oh I loved it um, but over the kind of 15 I think it's about 15 years you know I worked in um, supporting you know uh, pharma companies, clinical research companies, biotechnology companies. I was doing recruitment um, first of all. Then I was uh, managing a team across Europe. Um, I was then working in executive search, so headhunting, which again I just I loved um, because I was actually you know I was getting paid to talk to people and you know explore their career aspirations and help find a match with um and between organizations and awesome talent i then started moving into more strategic roles and i i had the opportunity to work for um some awesome companies like um gsk so glaxo smith klein and um quintiles um fortune 500 companies starting to do more kind of strategic work as far as you know how do organizations attract awesome talent and then what do we do how do we retain those people um, so for me actually coaching really you know my background in coaching really came into uh, its own you know I was um, helping to coach people around their careers um, I was also then coaching my own team as far as their development I was working with leaders to coach them as they you know prepared or were um, about to embark on that next level of leadership and how they kind of confidently transition into new leadership roles um, and oh, it's just I have to say you know I've really been so thankful to the opportunities I've had um, in the industry but I have to say, like anything, I you know I was flying high, thinking I was you know on this awesome career tra- trajectory. You know, I was in discussions about you know how they how I would go from a global talent director to moving up towards sort of more VP level. So I was really feeling like I was flying high as far as my career, um, but I had a massive curveball um, at the age of thirty-five. Oh gosh, I can't even remember now. Thirty-five. Um, I found out I had breast cancer, so my boob tried to kill me, and uh, my whole world just turned upside down. I'd gone from being this person who, you know, made decisions based on, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Let's just go for it. Say yes to new adventures. Say yes to challenges, and just figure it out later. I had this really. I had such a trust in myself and trust in my ability to to figure it out and then on and then overnight all, all of a sudden that trust and myself and my body had just like disappeared um because all of a sudden well all of a sudden it was trying to kill me um and I kind of say it as a, you know <laughs> kind of laughing right now but you know at that point I was just oh numb and so for about 11 months I went through you know, a huge amount of treatment you know chemo a lot of chemo um I hadn't had um, uh, an, an op um I then had to have more chemo because I had quite a rare aggressive form of breast cancer and they really just wanted to like smash it any residual possible um, cancer just give me the best chance um, and then you know after that it was really I came back to I was working part-time and but I came back to my corporate role my corporate leadership role and I just wasn't feeling it um, because actually I came back and I just went back to living and operating in that really you know well um that busy you know being stuck in that busy trap and I just was like there was something really uh, tearing me apart with that because 
part of me I think deep down I was like hey you've got you've had this whole experience where you've just um, you know you've just been faced with your own mortality um, yet you've come back to work and nothing's nothing's changed you're kind of like traveling um, back-to-back meetings under you know all that pressure there's so much stuff going on there so um, so I actually feel like I burnt out and I, I actually took some time off I took more time off having really been burnt out than, than I, I did actually as a block during cancer treatment I mean how is that it just you know now even now I think that blows my mind you know um, that actually the the impact of working all those wild hours and um, and traveling actually I, I needed more time off um, in a block than I actually had post chemo etc um, but you know um, I took time off six weeks actually um, and I just said um, I need time to think and pull myself away um, and I started to really get creative I was like you know what um, what do I want to do I've had I've got this incredible second chance what do I want to do with work and with life um, and I remember Ben went off to work one morning and I had I, I, I just thought right today's the day I'm going to map it all out and I'm going to you know visualize my future and, and and decide what I really really want I had a blank piece of paper um, I just started to look at you know what if I could do you know if I could do one thing for the rest of my life what would that be you know if I could create you know a life doing all the things I love what would I be doing and I just started to to map it all out Um, and I have to say I didn't even write that much because it all came back to coaching Um, I thought actually do you know what if there's you know if I could create a, a business or if I could coach every day for the rest of my life I would be so so incredibly happy and I was like you know and even at that point I hadn't really explored you know what is it to be a full-time coach um apart from the the sport in the sporting world because let's face it you know I've been coaching netball and coach in a sporting capacity and you know in a sporting world you know it's unusual for um, athletes or sports teams not to have a whole support crew including coaches um, around them so it's a no-brainer and organizations were catching on you know in the U.S. it was bigger than and then say here in UK Europe but I remember Ben came and home that um that evening and he walked in the door and I was like I'm gonna resign I'm resigning from my corporate career I'm gonna set up my coaching business and he just like his jaw hit the floor he was just like Jen okay okay if you've been you know <laughs> if you've been drinking if you had a glass of wine because that sounds wild but I was like no 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 I, this is what I really want to do and I was so I honestly I remember just I was so clear um, for the first time in a long long time um, but then the fear set in because then I was like right this is what I'm going to do and I was just like and then then that fear of like change I was like oh my goodness actually I'm, am I going to walk away from you know a successful career and um, also the kind of the the safety net of that um, and a lot of people were saying to me when I was kind of when I started to be bold enough to kind of talk to people around me um, they were saying are you sure that's what you want to do you know you've just gone through all this stuff all this change do you not just want to play it safe oh, and I just remember um, you know so I was so conflicted but the more I started to explore what it was and what it could be to be a coach um, and how work and life could look you know how how um, how I could create something amazing I got more and more excited you know I I did all my, you know, made sure that I, I was up to date with all my formal coaching training um, um, through the ICF, the, Institute, um, the International Coaching Federation. Um, I was doing more kind of, I did some more free 
coaching. Um, I was also got trained to be International Coaching Federation trainer slash mentor. So I was doing that kind of behind the scenes. And the more I was doing that, the more I was like, this can actually happen. I can do this. I can, you know, I can build a business and make a living from being a coach um, in organizations or working with individuals. Um, and so, yeah, and then I started to tell people and then I just thought, oh, I, I need to actually resign to make this real. And so I resigned and I had three months notice um, and I thought, right, three months, I'll work my three months notice and then I'll have that time behind the scenes just to make it happen. I needed to, I couldn't be one of those people who does, you know, I know people talk about side hustles. That just wasn't for me. You know, my, my role, there was just so much in my, I was a global director with a team and multiple projects there was just no way that I could do both and it wasn't wouldn't be fair plus I'm also someone who needs to say yes to something big and bold and then figure it out um, as they go because otherwise I won't happen if I don't take that leap straight away and say yes um, then I'll, I'll chicken out so so I did that and um, yeah I can't believe that was four and a half years ago um, I started and set up my business and I remember on the very first day of um, um, of having my business it was a Monday um, Ben and I we actually jumped in the car um, we went to the beach like Scottish beach don't this is by no means like going to the beach and like um, you know sunbathing in a hot tropical climates this is like Scottish beach and in the depths of winter so we had like full-on like <laughs> wet weather or cold weather gear with like our you know welly boots on but I remember doing cartwheels down the beach being like this is my, my first board meeting like <laughs> my, my solo board meeting my first business meeting I'm like cartwheeling down the beach and just being like feeling like the sense of freedom uh, it was so so awesome but then then the reality of like, oh my goodness, I need to actually pay the mortgage. Um, I need to make this into a business. How on earth am I going to do that? And uh, and and so you then all have all the fears um, coming in. But I just I made this commitment to myself to be like, hey Jen, you know what? Have some fun with this. You know, just again back yourself. Um, and that that term, I just used that. That was my that was my thing for that first year. It was back yourself. Um, whenever I was faced with anything where I was feeling a little bit nervous, I would just keep coming back to that term, back yourself. And and that just helped me to make the most bold decision in that moment. Um, and it saw me right, I have to say. Um, so I really approached that first year with playfulness and curiosity and and fun and I just put myself out there and started talking to different people and and just thinking right at the end of my first year in business I'm going to come back to reflect on you know who I love working with who needs me where there's kind of maybe a niche or you know look at start to take things a little bit more strategically uh, it was really really interesting because at the uh, it didn't actually take that long um, for me to um, have clarity around a who I really loved working with um, and b where there was a real gap or a real need. I I'm, I was getting you know, a few groups of people coming to me um, or organisations coming to me for um, to support their leaders for a few topics. The first group were, you know, leaders who were moving into new leadership roles, you know, so regardless of level, you know, whether they were first time leader or leaders maybe moving into their first time strategic role or, you know, I've even had the opportunity you know, to move and work with leaders moving into their first CEO role, which is, again, is incredible, were coming to me and to, to say, hey, look, you know, I'd love to partner with you to help me navigate this period of growth and change. And oh, I love it because let's face it, you know, 
I, I had also been through, I've been, you know, been through that massive transition of going from corporate to launching my own business. Um, and I'd also been someone who'd, who'd moved into new leaderships bef- roles before and found it, you know, a massive roller coaster of emotions. So that was awesome. I loved it. And for me, I just knew I could really add value, you know, add a huge amount of value, or, you know, create that safe space for leaders to navigate that really, you know, wild period of growth and change when you're, um, the other group were um, burnt out leaders. So interestingly, you know, well, or maybe, you know, it's unsurprisingly probably to you that there was, you know, a lot of leaders burning out, um, you know, organizations, especially they're going through rapid growth, you know, um, there's maybe there's more and more responsibility, less support, there's so much pressure on leaders, etc. So, you know, so I could actually bring in my sporting background, that kind of real um, holistic approach to coaching, as far as getting the best out of people and making sure that leaders can you know, have maximum impact, you know, smash their goals achieve awesome things be confident in themselves as leaders but whilst having a life um, was my ethos um, I really really loved working with those leaders um, and now four and a half years you know down the track I get to do that day in day out which is just oh, amazing I would just love to go back to Jen all those years ago and just be like it's going to be awesome you know I think deep down I knew it was going to be awesome but Oh, it's it's been even more awesome. So yeah, so I'm sitting here doing this podcast, chatting to you, you know, getting to work with leaders across the globe. You know, again, I'd say mostly working within STEM organizations, but across all different functions from medical, clinical, R&D, tech, you know, I'm working with a lot of tech leaders, um, legal functions, looking so working with lawyers, working with finance departments. So within STEM, I work with, you know, all sorts different functions but really working with leaders to navigate periods of learning and growth and change and let's face it you know in STEM again it's been you know over the last 18 months it's been even even busier plus leaders often have been working more and more from home so the blurred lines between work and life so there's so much uh, so so much pressure um there's a there there are a lot of burnt out leaders but there is also a lot of leaders who are still you know who are wanting to do awesome things and progress their careers um but just need that a confidential partner who can create that you know, that safe place or you know give them that strategic headspace do what I'm doing now hopefully to you by pulling them out of the busy day-to-day um, to focus on them and and how they can achieve awesome things you know and there's so much more that I get involved in but I'm not going to go into that just yet because I you know I just wanted to be just wanted to give you a little bit of a flavor as to who I am a little bit of my background as a as a, a leadership coach um a little bit of um, context as far as what I want for this Chats with Jen podcast. So I hope that this has hooked you enough and you'll come and join me for the next episode. But just wanted to just set the scene and say, hey, I am back. The podcast is back. What to expect from this refresh. Um, and just, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to, um, to having you join me as this podcast continues. So again, I would really love to hear from you. I love nothing more than hearing from people who, who follow me my posts or who listen to the podcast just to hear what resonates from you with you know or just to check in and say hey I listened to it it was really useful hey glad you're back whatever please get in touch um, and we're going to have the next episode um, is, is coming to you soon so look forward to having you join me and yeah chat to you soon